Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this episode, I sit down with Juan Santos from Santos Counseling to talk about insecurity in your relationships. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I'm sitting down with someone who is an expert in relationships to tackle a problem that many of us face, and that is insecurity or jealousy in the relationship. It's something that we all experience, but if it gets too toxic, if it gets too out of control, can do a lot of damage both to our own self-esteem and to the health of the relationship. So we're going to tackle how you can deal with that in today's conversation. Now, Juan Santos is my guest today. Juan utilizes a blend of approaches to his counseling with the focus always being on the client's goals and ambitions. He is the author of Life Without Stress, 100 Ways Married Men Remain Emotionally Connected, and Parenting Education for Hispanic Families. So I'm super excited to jump into this conversation with him. But before we do, if you haven't already, head over to www.sparkology.co slash tiny leaps. There you'll find more information on my new membership site where I'm teaching you everything I know about podcasting from how to launch, what gear to buy, how to record episodes, how to edit it. I'm showing you step-by-step how to get your podcast live. Or if you already have a podcast and you want to learn how to grow it, I'm going to teach you how to do that as well. So head over to www.sparkology.co slash tiny leaps to learn more. Let's get into the conversation. All right. So I'm sitting down with Juan Santos and today's topic is how to deal with insecurity in your relationship. Now, first of all, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate uh, this opportunity. Hopefully we're able to dive into this topic and people can walk away with, you know, really black and white strategies Exactly, exactly. And that is always the name of the game. How can we make this as practical as possible? So let's start here. Let's let's define what exactly the problem is, because I think we all know uh, what it feels like to be insecure. I think we, we've all sort of struggled with that, whether in our current relationships, our marriages or in previous relationships. But what exactly is going on? Like, why does this happen? Yeah, and it's it's a very good question because it goes really in two directions. One has to do with like, you know, our our upbringing. Sometimes we go through really bad experiences where where trust was lost. Uh, The other has to do with self-esteem, just how we see ourselves in life. And, And the problem is that whenever we're insecure in a relationship, it's like chipping a wall. I mean, you're slowly creating holes. It's as if, um, I mean, most of us, we've been sick, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're sick, you got a virus, you got something going on. 
that's insecurity. It starts to just weaken the body, weaken the mind. And, and that directly impacts the relationship. It impacts you. So, so we want to take that out. We want to go, right, go to the doctor, get that medicine, get some healing uh-huh. and recovering and strengthen back up. That's such an interesting perspective because one of the things I've been trying to uh, really wrap my head around recently with this show is the idea of, uh, and and this doesn't necessarily fall into like mental health, but I guess sort of like emotional health issues being similar to physical health issues in the mm-hmm. same way that you you get a checkup in the same way that you go to a professional to get help. Like it it works the same way for both emotional and mental health issues as well. Is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes one of the difficulties is, and I love this example, you know, you and I are walking down the road and we see someone that's got crutches and Mm -hmm. right away we see it, we act on it. Sometimes with mental health, we don't see it. It's hard to see an insecurity in a relationship. And that's where I know we're going to dive deeper into it. Communication comes in, Mm -hmm. standing in front of the mirror and really getting to know yourself. Those those are principles that we have to apply in in order to, to heal and recover in this process of insecurity. Got it. So, so we, we've covered that it's something that uh, often maybe is based around a previous experience, uh, just sort of like eaten away at that muscle, let's call it, that, yeah. that habit of being secure and knowing that, that you're okay. Um, really quickly, let's touch on, tell me a little bit about your work in this space. And, and obviously I know there's, there's uh, like you work with, with uh, people directly on this, this topic. So I know that there's confidentiality and things like that. Like I don't necessarily need the, the story around them, but how did you come to, to tackling this problem and knowing as much as you do? Yeah, no, very good question. Um, my name again, Juan Santos. I'm a relationship counselor uh, licensed here in the state of North Carolina. And, you know, I'm, I'm a dad. I've got a, I've got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, I'm a husband. So I came into this topic, I came into this area because I wanted to work with couples. I, I wanted mm-hmm. to look at, you know, why do I have issues in my relationship? And, 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 and acknowledging that, you know, we're all going to have challenges in our relationship with our partner uh, or with our friend, with our parent. So we're looking at how do we, you know, face that accountability with some vulnerability, and then how do we work through that? So, so I sit here and through this video, if the audience is able to see it, this is my office. I sit here with couples and it's just like this. It's just like you and I having a conversation. You're sharing, you know, hey man, this is going on. Sometimes I feel that she's on the phone too long and then my insecurity comes up and I'm questioning and questioning and questioning. And then we've got this issue now because things are going in the wrong direction. So we really, you know, we're breaking bread. We're having a conversation yeah. and trying to figure out where does that insecurity stem from? Where are these issues that negatively impact their relationship stem from? And yeah. then let's uh, let's talk about them and then let's put a plan into action, which I think yeah. your podcast does such a good job of doing that with, with tiny leaps. I appreciate that. Um, definitely always a good way to, to start the day, a little bit of ego stroking. Um, so... <laughs> Let, let's talk is in, in the, the, the people that you've, you've sat down with, you've uh, worked with and helped through this problem. How do you see it actually playing out in a person's life? You, you gave the example of, oh, sometimes I feel like she's on the phone too much or, or, or things like that. Or maybe uh, he or she is out late every single night. Like how else are, do we notice this in our own lives? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, let's do that. Let's play with an example so that it makes sense. 
Right before we do that, let's first acknowledge that an insecurity is something within oneself. So, you know, Mm -hmm. we hold this because of our history, because things that have taken place. So then if we play that into example, let's say that I go to the gym with my wife, right? And we're working out and then I'm like, you know what, honey, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. And then I go there and I come back, but I see her chatting with the opposite sex. Mm. And that moment, that's what my eyes see, right? Now, let's say insecurity plays into the equation. Now my lens, right? My lens of life, they shift. And what I see is I see that she's flirting. And maybe from that, I start to have thoughts. Like, why is she flirting? Why is she doing that? That's disrespectful. And then I have feelings from that. My feelings could be I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm frustrated. And then I have an action, right? The action goes into, I'm out of here, I'm leaving this gym, F this, (laughs) right? So at that moment, that whole scenario played out and that scenario is connected to insecurity Mm -hmm. that came from me. So that's where as couples, as people, we wanna look at, whoa, slow down. And (laughs) let's let's play this uh, with some more of that rational side than that emotional side. And a healthier way to look at that would be that you break the situation down into those steps and you challenge each one. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm more than happy to do that if you want to go in that direction. Yeah, absolutely. So that that's so interesting, though, because you took us from the actual objective thing that happened. Right. So somebody is talking to somebody else of the opposite sex. Right. So so that's objectively what's going on. And then all of a sudden, our own heads and our own emotions add this frame of what that must mean, as opposed to staying in the objective of this is just a thing that's happening, but we don't know what it means yet. That, that, why does that happen? And that happens because so that insecurity, right, that virus mm-hmm. that we have inside that happens because of our upbringing. Maybe mm-hmm. I, Juan, right. So I'm the one in this example. Maybe I had past relationships where uh, a lot of uh, negative trust took place, right? Mm-hmm. So she would say this, but something different took place. Right? I grew up in a household where my self-esteem was just attacked. You know, Juan, you're pathetic. You're worthless. So I've got a really bad inner voice. And a lot of us are familiar with that word, right? Inner voice, that voice yeah. that either builds you up or breaks you down. Right. So, so that's the insecurity. And then in that scenario where I came out of the bathroom and then I see that my partner is talking to somebody else, depending if my insecurity is is strong, right, this massive (laughs) thing, it's going to hold and grip me. It's going to say, you know, yeah, she's doing something wrong. She's Mm -hmm. disrespecting you. You should get frustrated. You should get angry. You you know, you're worthless. She needs to be with somebody better than you. So so, so that's that birth, right? That's, That's that stem of that insecurity. Yeah. That, that's so interesting. You're almost painting this picture of insecurity as a separate piece of you that that sometimes takes hold. And and, and if we're able to sort of control it, then uh, we allow ourselves to, to keep things in that objective. So let's get into the solution here. So what does this look like? How can we, if we are dealing with insecurity in, in a relationship, whether it's from past experiences, past relationships, or just something from childhood, or who knows even what it is, maybe we don't understand where it's coming from. How do we start to, to tackle it and, and control that insecurity? Yeah, good, 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 good question. I think that's where a lot of us are at, right? We're like, all right, I hear you. Now, what, what can I do? <laughs> let me let me get the action plan. So we walked through that example, right? Juan came out of the gym and saw what he saw. Something you could do is you could slow life down. I don't know if you're big into like Marvel movies. You got Doctor Strange. Of course. And, he's, and he controls time, right? So imagine you can do that. 
and and you go back to the scenario. So it's okay. Juan walks out of the bathroom, but what does he see? Oh, he just sees that his wife is social. She's an extrovert. She's having a conversation. She may be networking. Mm-hmm. You know, we do own a family counseling business. Maybe she's networking. So then from that, it goes into a whole different thought. I appreciate that she's networking. I appreciate that she's building relationships. I appreciate that she's extroverted and she's able to do these positive things that she enjoys, like socializing. Mm-hmm. So then now my feeling, instead of remember that old feeling, the insecure feeling, frustrated, angry, pissed. Now it's, I'm glad that she's able to enjoy herself. I'm glad she's able to be her. And as her partner, I want to hold her down. I want to support her. Mm-hmm. I want her to be her full independent self. And then now my action is instead of, you know, getting pissed, leaving the scene or doing something worse, I go up to her and then I say, you know, hey, what's, what's going on? Who's this person? Yeah. Who did you meet? You know, I want to interact too. And that's yeah. where, you know, all of us, you know, all of us listening here, we, we can acknowledge and say, okay, it's okay that I have an insecurity. Here's a way, here's a platform, right? Four steps that I can utilize to, to acknowledge it, to address it, and then to move forward. I love that. So it's almost like if, if you're able to go back to that, that initial moment and essentially just control almost like a um i think of of like art curators right so one of their jobs in a gallery is to pick which frame the the uh, piece of art or the painting gets put in and you almost need to do that job of selecting which frame you're gonna filter this this event through um and from there, once the frame is placed on it, if it's a positive frame or a negative frame, the rest of your actions and thoughts and feelings sort of fall into place with that. Would you say that that's a, a good way of describing it? Correct. Correct. Yeah. And earlier you used that analogy of the muscle, right? Mm. So if I played out the first scenario I shared with you where I got upset, I was like, I'm frustrated for, for, uh, from seeing her talk to this person. I'm feeding that muscle. I'm, I'm putting that muscle getting stronger and stronger, which means my insecurity is getting stronger. Mm-hmm. So this exercise, so it's the four step sequence, right? That, that we, we did. It allows you to build the other muscle. Yeah. And then over time, that muscle gets stronger and stronger mm-hmm. and then it takes over. Yeah, I love that. So let's let's uh, very quickly I have two two more things for you, but let's lay out what those four steps are exactly. So step one is what? Step one is you look at the situation, right? What is the mm-hmm. situation? Okay. And then step two. Step two is what thoughts come from the situation. Like okay. This situation is creating what thoughts up in here, up in the mind. Mm-hmm. And are these questions in the moment you're asking yourself or how does this, this uh, play out? If, if you're building the, the skill, the aptitude, then you get to mm-hmm. the point that you can do that. But if not, it's okay. We, we mm-hmm. fall down, we get back up. So it could be later that you're doing this, that, you know, after I got home or I'm sitting in the car and I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, shit, why did I do that? Let me slow down. Let me reapply this. Yeah. So it could could even be okay. I I maybe didn't react to the best way in the situation, but just sort of analyzing it later on or in conversation with my partner. um, I'm having those uh, that that question answer process with myself. Yes, exactly. I love that. And so then what's uh, step three? Step three, like most thoughts, they rain down feelings. I like to think of thoughts like that cloud that Olaf from Frozen, my kids have me watch that all the time, right? That cloud rains snow, so he mm-hmm. stays cold. Now, our thoughts do the same thing. Thoughts rain down certain feelings. Mm. Okay. And then step four? And the last one is feelings tend to create actions, behaviors. 
Got it. Okay. So observe what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, step two was to, to, to sort of process it and think through what is, what is going on here. Correct. Identify the thoughts that come. Identify from the that. thoughts coming mm-hmm. with it. Step three are the feelings Correct. that those thoughts are leading to. And then step four, are the actions that the feelings yeah. lead to. Correct. Absolutely love that. And, and just to, to tie this up with a knot here, uh, because we are going to fail when we fail, the best practice is let's sit down and analyze it later so that over time we can build that muscle and be able to do that in the moment rather than having to wait till later. Is that accurate? Correct. And there, and there are strategies that we can utilize in the moment to, to, mm-hmm. to build um, against that insecurity to kind of remove that virus, if you will. Yeah. So what are, what do some of those look like? Some of those um, have to do with you as an individual and your relationship, focusing on what you bring to the relationship versus what you wish you brought to the relationship. So let's say, again, I'll throw myself into the equation. I can have this insecurity as far as, you know, man, Juan, you should be giving your wife, you know, a brand new Lamborghini, uh, millions of dollars, you know, trips to every single place (laughs) in the world. You know, let's go see Mars. Right. And then because I can't do that, that can impact my insecurity. Then I feel like I'm not, I shouldn't be part of this relationship. Right. I'm giving just, I'm giving energy to the insecurity. So instead I look at, well, what do I bring? I bring kindness. I bring nurture. I bring these big ears that listen and pay attention. (laughs) And that allows us to build our self-esteem. Right. So that interconnects with self-esteem and then the insecurity goes down and that self-esteem, that confidence goes up. Got it. So it's focusing on the positive rather than the negative. Correct. I absolutely love that. Listen, Juan, this has been so incredibly valuable. Uh, uh, Tell the listeners if they want to connect with you further, if they want to go deeper, like what is the best way to uh, keep this conversation going? Yeah, I'd love to connect with you guys. You have questions. Uh, I have a YouTube channel called Counseling Talk with Juan with me or Instagram, Instagram Santos Counseling uh, or at my website, santoscounseling.com. Any questions you have, I, I like jumping on here, being able to have a conversation with you. I get it. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. We fall down. We just got to get up and keep going. Absolutely love it. Beautiful, beautiful job. Thank you so much for tuning in. For those of you listening, be sure to connect with Juan over on his YouTube. And I'm going to link to everything in the description for this episode. Uh Make, reach out to him. The dude is, is super knowledgeable and he is more than willing to chat and have a conversation and help you in any way that he can. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Juan for being here. My name is Greg Clunas. And as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day.